every morning, my prayer is, Lord, don't let me miss what you have for me today. I don't want to be so busy that I miss serving my children, my husband, my community, because I have a business. This episode of This Mom Knows is sponsored by the Podcast VA Association. You may know that being a virtual assistant is a great way to be a mompreneur, but did you know that when it comes to supporting podcasts, very few VAs have the skills they need? The Podcast VA Association has the training you need to be certified and the tools to help you find podcasters who are hiring. Learn more at podcastvaassociation.com. Welcome to This Mom Knows. I'm your host, Jen Uren. You are going to love our guest today. Mary Snyder is a communicator, and she has a passion to help women turn the message they feel passionate about into a speaking career. And even if the big stage isn't your dream, you will learn something from Mary. I am so excited to introduce you to my friend, Mary Snyder. Mary is a speaker event and tour producer. One of her favorite things is to emcee events for other speakers. Mary has a passion to help women take their message that is burning in their heart and start a speaking career. She's the host of Take the Stage podcast and founder of Activate Your Speaking Career. But more than that, she's a mom and grandma and loves life in a small town in Alabama. So welcome, Mary. I am so excited to be here. First of all, Listen, I needed this podcast so much when I was starting out in the mom world. Mm. I mean, this is brilliant, first of all. So thank you for doing this. I think it's so good. I recommend this to my mom friends all the time. Oh, well, thank you. So yeah, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Now you're in the South, so I'm guessing you're not actually called grandma, which is pretty generic up here, but are you mama? What are you? No, I'm Gigi. Gigi. I named myself because it means gorgeous grandmother. In my world, it's what it means. I don't really know that the kids think that. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, it doesn't matter what they think. No, I named myself. I was like, I'm going to be Gigi because I like that. So yeah, I'm Gigi. That's a lot of fun. And I know you have a really fun hobby when you're not hanging with your kids and grad kids. So why don't you tell us about that? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So we, we, my husband, we being my husband and I, we got electric bikes. Well, he bought the electric bike and I thought, well, that's a great idea. And then it occurred to me, I had not been on a bike since I was 11. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. And I was terrified at first because I haven't been on a bike. (laughs) So, uh, I, Love them. It's electric bikes actually require you to pedal. So it's a pedal assist bike. So it's a little bit of a misnomer, but you have to pedal, but then it will assist you in the pedaling. So like I can go up to 20 miles an hour in it, Um, but it's so much fun. We're getting ready to leave and take them to the beach next week. So yeah, we love riding bikes. My favorite place to ride is on abandoned railways because here in the South, A lot of railroads are gone now. So they've taken those railroads, those railroad beds and made bike paths out of them. So really fun, really fun. That's neat. So yeah, I was curious about the electric bike park because I was like, well, how is it different than a moped? But that makes sense. It makes it so you can go, 
you have more stamina, you can go further yes. because you're not working quite as hard right. to go uphill or whatever it is. Right. Exactly. Okay. And here's the thing. I mean, if you just get tired, you can hit the throttle and just coast, but that you you still need to get a little exercise. So I do yes. try I do try to pedal <laughs> until I'm okay. real tired. So it's kind of the best of both worlds, you know. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. I like that. Yeah. Well, today we get to talk about the thing that you know, which is becoming a speaker. So, mm -hmm. you know, in 30 seconds or less, um, tell us what your business is, the problem you solve, and who you serve. Well, my business is, well, I have a podcast, so y'all knew about that, Take the Stage. But the business I have is called Activate Your Speaking Career. And it is for aspiring or newer or established Christian speakers that really want to take their ministry to the next level. And the problem I solve for them is because of the incredible experiences I've got gotten to have in my life that the Lord has allowed is I get to walk you alongside, alongside you as we craft your message and work to get you booked. So that's what I do. Oh, that's excellent. So how did you get started as a speaker yourself? You know, why don't you tell us the story of your journey? <laughs> Well, I made every mistake known to man. So that I did everything wrong because I knew the Lord had called me to speaking. And so I went home and waited for somebody to call. Yes. They did. Because didn't. God called you. <laughs> but then it, the Lord reminded me that he called like one of my friends was called to be a teacher. And one of my friends was called to be an accountant. They didn't go home and sit down. Yeah. They went and got educated. And then they went out and looked for jobs. So that's when I realized I had to get educated. I started going to every conference, read every book. And then I, and this is dating me, I sent flyers out to churches Okay, because no churches had, they didn't, they didn't have websites. We had email, but nobody had a website. None of the bigger churches would have websites. Mm -hmm. So that's how I started and just grew from there. That's excellent. Yeah. Our pastor recently said it's prayer Plus, he's like, if you need a job, you pray and send out your resume. <laughs> so, I had left out one of the steps. I was right. just in the prayer mode. Like, <laughs> Lord, I'm praying. Why aren't you delivering? Right. Oh, my goodness. So so what was then the motivation of shifting from speaker mm. to start this speaker? We'll call it a speaker training business. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great, great title, Jen. The, the catalyst for that was I was a speaker for years. And I shifted, I became an event producer, which means I created events for other speakers. Okay. I did that in a variety of ways. One of the most fun was when I worked for a cruise company, mm -hmm. not a cruise line. I worked for a charter company. So we would take all the talent off the ship and replace it with all of our speakers and musicians. So I love doing that. And we, we did that. I did that for about seven years. Mm -hmm. And then I left there. I came to work with Compassion. I was still a speaker, still speaking. And I started working in the speaking touring world, which was brand spanking new then. Nobody toured as a speaker. Musical artists do it all the time. Right. But we created opportunities for speakers to go out on tours. And so all of that is when the pandemic hit, as many of us did, I was like, I'm in live events. What am I going to do? Mm -hmm. So I had a lot of time on my hands. I was in pivot mode. And I thought, why not start a podcast for speakers who currently have nowhere to go? Yeah. 
in the middle of a pandemic. Looking back, probably my timing was suspect, but <laughs> it it worked and I just wanted to start a podcast. And then I thought they just wanted to hear me interview my speaker friends. Mm -hmm. And that was fun. But I started putting up short tips about how to be a speaker and people were like, oh, I want more of that. Mm -hmm. So I realized there was a need in the marketplace and that's just stepped into it. That's all that. And it was an opportunity. I mean, really yes. the pandemic, it yes. slowed so many of us down that I think for the first time, some of us actually had time to be creative and think about what we could do if we had time, which we now suddenly had. Totally agree. I did learn this, Jen, because I consistently said, when I have enough time, I will organize my closets, sort out all my pictures, make, make you know, uh, decisions on all the things I have stored away from my kid's childhood. Mm -hmm. And I did not do any of those things. But <laughs> I did learn how to paint. I taught myself how to paint and I started a business. So. Yeah, there's nothing like that. It, it's like it, it calls you out and saying, no, actually, it's not that I didn't have time. It's that it's not a priority. <laughs> right, right. It was not on the list. It was oh, not on the list. Yeah. Well, I know that this speaker training business of yours is outside of your day job, which you mentioned mm -hmm. was with compassion. Yeah. So what was really, um, what was your biggest struggle when it came to integrating, you know, home and family and working with building this business? Um, it's a balancing act. And I, I am fortunate that my organization has us on a 36 hour work week and has for since the pandemic started. Okay. So, and we are blessed with a lot of PTO paid time off. Mm -hmm. So I am very strategic. I go away once a quarter and I create my content for the quarter. Um, I'm very, very cautious and careful about my time because I, when I love something, I go all in like mm -hmm. so many of us. And if, if it weren't for the fact that I had a husband that, you know, wants to spend time with me. And I'm very thankful for that. I could work till nine o'clock at night, but I know at five thirty six, I shut everything off and I go home, which really is just over there. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Through the door right back there. We just change seats. <laughs> we just change seats. I moved to another part of the house, but I'm yeah. very strategic about that. I spend my mornings with him. Um, we have lunch together every day and then we have dinner together every night. And as far as, you know, the rest of my family, my children, that when they call, I just jump. I mean, mm -hmm. I know that sounds, and not every time, because sometimes I can't, sometimes I have other obligations, but yeah. my daughter called and she said, you know, can, can Ben, he's my oldest grandson, stay with you today. So I was like, of course, we'd love that. So he's here hanging out oh, fun. and tomorrow she called and she said, can you keep the baby tomorrow? Listen, I will jump at any chance to keep the baby. Um, yeah. So I moved some things around mm -hmm. and I made it work. It really is about balancing priorities mm -hmm. for me. It's God first. He has got to be right there. And every morning, Jen, my prayer is, Lord, don't let me miss what you have for me today. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be so busy that I miss serving my children, my husband, my community, yeah. because I have a business or a job. I love what I do with compassion. It just blesses me beyond measure. 
but I never want to put that in the wrong place in my life. Mm-hmm. Always it's, and does it get out of balance sometimes? Absolutely. Yeah. But just trying, trying my hardest to start every day with Lord, what are we doing today? Mm-hmm. Where, where would you have me focus my energy today? Yeah. Well, and by definition, I mean, balance, that's exactly it. You're constantly moving back and forth. So it's rare that you have this perfect, you know, balance and you just move forward. So, so true. Yeah. Uh, So what is, um, you know, what's the best thing that you did as you move forward? Was there a system that you implemented or, you know, someone we talk about mom teams a lot, someone that you added to your team that simplified or automated, you know, what was it that, freed up your energy so you could focus it where it needed to go. I will tell you the best decision I ever made was, well, there are three. I have three best decisions with the business I ever made. Three. I want to start with the caveat that I tried to hire both of my daughters. Hmm. Neither one of them, they were like, I don't understand what you do. I don't really want to invest my time learning what you do. They both have careers. One's in law enforcement. One has her own business. She's a, she owns a salon. So Then I went to the thing I know best, my friends, Mm. and I hired a virtual assistant who is amazing, and she works just a few hours a week for me, but she takes all that content I create, and she puts it in the places it needs to go. So I get to just go and interact with the content, which is what I love doing, interact with the people. Um, I hired a community manager, and she is someone who helps me just, again, a few hours a week. She helps me run our private communities for Activate. Mm -hmm. And then I hired an editor for my podcast. That was the biggest one I did. Yes. Because that is, I love that resource of having a podcast. Do you know that? Mm -hmm. Um, It's a great resource, but it also is a lot of work. Yes. To provide. So, and I I also want to say, because I want your listeners to know that those were baby steps that I did, I thought, okay, I can do, I've got a couple of hundred dollars I'm making now. So I'm going to invest it in a VA. So, and then when I made a little bit more money, I invested in the next person. And then Mm -hmm. I invested in the next person. I would rather invest the, the little bit of money I would make in and am making into other people and bringing them onto my team. Yes. Because that's going to make us all successful. Right. And And they say don't plan to make, you know, an income, a profit, mm-hmm. you know, for three to five years. Plan right. to invest back in. Right. And, you know, I've watched you do that you know, very yeah. strategically. I try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and one of the things that I know, and you didn't say this, but to me, this would be on the list, would be that quarterly planning. Like, <gasps> I wish I could come and watch you plan. Like, it would freak you out. But I just, I so badly want to just come and watch how you do it because I know you do it and you do it well. (laughs) Yeah. I do a quarterly plan. I do an annual plan. I do a quarterly plan. I just started my quarterly plan because quarter's up, Mm y'all. I mean, um, I don't know when everyone's listening to our episode, but for for us- We're recording in March and yeah. (laughs) So quarter is up and I am doing, you know, what's the goal for next quarter? Yeah. Um, and then how did I do on this quarter? Where did I hit? Where did I miss? Here's something I started. I listed everything I do mm-hmm. for both my real job and my side business. And I ranked those things from one to five. 
One is I would rather pull out my toenails than ever do this again. (laughs) Five is this is the thing that I get up for. This is the thing that makes me want to come here. It was eye opening. Mm. It helps, but it helped me look at that and go, okay, these are the three things I want to shift to someone else when the time is right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I love, I love, I love planning. I think it's, I th- this is what I always say is you have to have a goal mm-hmm. because if you don't have something you're aiming toward, Zig Ziglar says it's best. If you do not have something you're aiming toward, if you aim at nothing, you will hit it every time. Right. <laughs> and it's so true. It's so yeah. true. But yeah. also, also holding it loosely because the Lord mm-hmm. will shift. He, mm-hmm. he did some shifting in my plans just this quarter. And I just had to go, oh, I didn't see that coming, but that's okay. It's okay. We're yeah. going to shift because God's did a new thing. So, mm-hmm. But because you were moving forward, you were able to shift instead of stop and start over. Or, you know, it yes. wasn't a, it was a redirection more than it was a, a new thing. I love that. A redirection. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and I love how you just said to rank those things because um, it's really easy as a mompreneur. Well, it's easy as a mom. And then you add the mompreneur part for us to yes. think and feel that because we can do it, we should do it. And it's okay sometimes for a little while. And in fact, I'm a big proponent that you need to do it so you understand how it works and fits. Yes. But it does not mean that it sits on you. So I love how you were able to go, here's what goes first. Here's what goes next. Mm-hmm. And and this is what I'm keeping. Yes. Yes. And that's still a work in process. And I was, a, I've been a mompreneur since my girls were little. Mm. I started my first business when my baby was three. She's mm. 28 now. <laughs> and she been, we've been, they, I mean, they blew up balloons. I had an event planning business. Oh. Um, they would like do the balloon arts for me and things like that. Not the three-year-old. She basically was just cute. And she's bad at the balloons. Yeah, she's <laughs> bad. But so I completely understand the push-pull. Mm-hmm. of wanting to be there for my kids all the time. And then at the same time, grow in a business, you know, and not, and having the guilt that did I make them watch one too many Disney movies? <laughs> yes. Thanks for not saying Barney. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, that was hideous. Yes. It yes. was hideous. Oh. But yeah. So I, listen, there is, there's also seasons for things, Jen. Don't yes. you think? Definitely oh yeah. Seasons. Yeah. Yeah, there is a time. And um, I heard something recently where somebody said, just because this is what it is now does not mean that is what it will always be. And this was oh. actually in the context of um, depression. Just because you have it now does not mean that you are this and that will always be your state. But I thought yeah. that just applies to so many things that, absolutely, you know, it's right now, not always and forever. Yeah. So. Yeah, And I think we as women, when we feel like the Lord is calling us to something like speaking, and just for those of you who are listening and you're thinking, I know this is what the Lord's putting on my heart. I want you to hear me from the moment he called me to the first time I spoke was probably five or six years. Mm -hmm. And then it was only locally because I still had young children. And I didn't start really doing a lot of big travel until about 15 years ago. And my daughter's one of them at that time was high teen years. So it was easier to leave them alone for a weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, they had things to do. And and still, I was very strategic. I would only do one weekend a month. Um, 
I didn't want to be gone two weekends in a row and mm-hmm. all those things. So it's, it's a season. Yes. And what God's calling you to today can look very different. Yeah. In 20 years. And that's a really good point because especially in this world of social media, by the time we see somebody, they're five, 10 years into their journey. And we think that they're just starting because we just heard about them. And it's easy to forget that it was this, you know, consistent working toward, you know, I heard somebody say one time, you know, it took me 10 years to become an overnight success. Yes. And that's, but we miss those 10 years. You know, we just see the overnight success. You just see the overnight success. Um, I have a very dear friend who I have walked through um, her success and growth over the last 20 years. And mm-hmm. um, we tour together. I MC. She does all the, the heavy lifting and the speaking. But it's so funny because people will consistently ask me about her. And I'm happy to say who she is if it's okay. Um, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa Turkhurst. And, yeah. But people will consistently ask me, well, how do I get like Lisa? I'm like, well, you go me to put in about 20 something years of work. Right. Because she, she had been a speaker for almost 15 years before she became an overnight success. Mm-hmm. And, but everyone thought that she hit the ground 10 years ago and just blew up on the scene. No. Mm-hmm. She had been out there speaking, sleeping in people's kids' bedrooms. Right. You know, doing the hard stuff, getting paid with a hug and a mug. Um, yep. <laughs> you know, showing up. And yeah. uh, that's the thing. It's if God calls you to it, whatever, whether it's starting a new business, speaking, teaching, what, accounting, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's it's not going to look today the way it's going to look in 10 years. Yeah. You know, it's going to look very different. Well, ever since the first time that we met, um, there's two things that I hear you ask everyone. And those are, who is your audience and what is your message? Yes. (laughs) So I think those are going to be on your gravestone. (laughs) I think they are. I think everyone is like, gosh, she's going to ask that question, isn't she? I know. Just get ready. So tell, tell us more about those questions and why they matter. Who is your audience? So- And when I say that, the other side of that is who are you called to serve? Who, and I, and this is where I go really deep. I want you to talk about one person. And here's why, because we are called to one-on-one relationship. Our one-on-one relationship starts with Christ. And then he met people one-on-one for, for Our world in this time, we see these platforms that have 1.7 million followers or Mm -hmm. 100,000 followers or maybe just 20,000 or 15 or 5,000. But if you watch the people that are very effective, um, they are talking to one person. So who are you called to serve? And that is who your audience is. That is, it it changes the dynamic of everything you do when you think, is this going to matter to, I call my person Heather, is this going to matter to Heather? Does Heather need this? Mm. That to me is one of the reasons as believers, we get sideways sometimes, and I'm testifying from where I was, Mm. where it's like, I wanted to serve the whole world. I wanted to to take care of everybody and do all the things and be all the things. Mm -hmm. But if I do that, I'm talking to too many people and the one who needs me can't hear me. Mm -hmm. 
So, and then it was a part two to your question. Oh, and your, yeah, no, your, your other question is, you know, what's your message? So it's who do you, and who do you serve and how do you serve them? So who do you serve and what is your message? So what is the problem you're solving? So if you're a mom entrepreneur and you're thinking, I'm going to start this business, those are the two main questions you're going to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. Who do I serve and what problem do I solve for her? See, the problem I solve is I help equip you to take your message to the stage. The problem is you feel called by God, but you don't know the next step. So mm-hmm. I walk with you in those next steps. Okay. And Jen, like you, you know who your person is. Mm-hmm. And your problem that you solve, I mean, you help moms find the knowledge they need. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, it's brilliant um, using other moms. So, mm-hmm. yes, those are two yeah. things you have to know. Oh, and I'm going to say one more thing just because Jen's letting me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if God has called you to something and he's equipping you for that in a variety mm-hmm. of ways, this podcast is one of them. He, right now, there is someone who's either gone through something, is going through something, or will go through something mm-hmm. that you are called to minister to. And God is going to serve that person if you decide you don't want to step up and step into what he's calling you to. He'll he'll give that assignment to someone else. But he's calling you to serve her. Mm-hmm. You're what you're going through right now, whether if you're going through a situation or you just went through one, God is going to use that in his economy to minister those who come behind you. And so that's why I tell people, particularly speakers, your message matters. And for y'all listening, your ministry, your business matters because there is someone who needs you and only you can deliver what God has equipped you to deliver. Mm. I will now step off my soapbox. <laughs> well, that's, and that's a good reminder because sometimes mm-hmm. we go through something hard and, you know, we know we're going to go through the hard things, but we want right. to just get past it and move on. But when we can use that and when we let God use that in a way that it helps and serves someone else, I mean, that's yes. the redemption in that situation. Yes. And while you may never choose to go through that or wish that on anybody, there's something very precious about those outcomes that you're like, oh, but I wouldn't trade this. This is good. And yeah. it's hard to explain, but um, but I think that's what I hear you saying yes. is, you know, just allow those things to, to be redeemed and Absolutely. used in other people's lives. Absolutely. And I have the great honor of knowing so many speakers and knowing their story and watching how they're now taking that story and it's unfolding and serving other people. It's just incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. So we've talked a little bit about you've been a mompreneur before, but was this the first time in building um, Activate? Was this the first time that you built a business while holding a full-time job? Yes. Okay. This was the first time, and it's my first digital space business. Very different than bricks and mortar. Yes. Um, very different. So yeah, it was, and it was a balancing act. But again, like you said, one of the things that COVID gave us is a really open space to create. I used to travel um, like two weeks out of the year 
I was, I mean, out of a, out of a month, I was typically on a plane. I'd be only be gone mm. for three or four days, but mm -hmm. I was gone, you know, six to eight days a month. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of time out of a work week. Yeah. So it, I don't do that anymore. Not as much. Now I just, when I travel, I seem to be gone for long stretches, but yes. Yes. Yeah. I know. I feel like we need a map. Where is Mary today? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I may start doing that. I may do a map and like do the a Mary tracker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, knowing what you know now, if you could mm -hmm. go back, you know, to any of these previous things, when you were a mompreneur mm -hmm. with just an idea mm -hmm. um, and you could give yourself one piece of advice, you know, what would it be? Oh, just do it. And it's not from Nike. Here's, <laughs> here's the thing. I spent so much time researching mm. and um, uh, looking at things and uh, taking courses that were not in what I wanted to do. Mm. Now, I also took some courses and did some, some programs that were right in the exact hub of what I wanted to do and what I knew the Lord was calling me to. And those were valuable. Mm. Yeah, But I literally did not need a course on how to use Pinterest because I still don't know how to use Pinterest. <laughs> I, I don't know that I ever finished the course. I did finish the course, but it just was, it was so hard. It was so far removed from what I wanted to do mm -hmm. that it wasn't of interest to me. So find what you want to do and do it. Put a date on it. That was mm -hmm. the one thing when I launched my very first program, I just put it out there and like held my breath. And I literally, my sales, my sales sheet was, I'm going to do this thing. Y'all want to do it with me. What do you think? That was the sum total of what I did. <laughs> and I just had people that are like, well, yeah, we'll do that with you. It was stepping out and literally the Lord met me right there. Now, mm -hmm. caveat on that. Know what you're stepping into. Mm. Know that you've got the time. Know that you've got the energy and know that you have the resources if you're going to do a service business. Mm -hmm. um, and if you're going to do something that is um, digital-based, know that you have the space to do that in your life mm -hmm. It because there's more to it than just what you're showing up here. Mm -hmm. So do your research, know what you need, get your education. But once you've got all that, then pull the trigger. Just and do go. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I spent a year waiting. And what I'm hearing you say is do the research in the right places. I mean, Ooh. now out of your Pinterest course, you do know that's not something that you love and want to do. So that wasn't totally lost. True. And I'll tell you, that was the, one of the first people I've hired was a, a Pinterest manager because <sighs> I know the power of it and I can't stand it personally. So, <laughs> so I did, I outsourced that, but, um, brilliant, but yeah. And then even with that, put a date on it. Um, if you are externally motivated, like if you, if you ignore your own deadlines, which is what I do, um, join a group. Like I joined the Christian podcasters association and they asked me, when are you launching? And so I made up a date and then I had to do it because I told somebody I was going to do it. So, so I remember that. I will yeah. tell a story on you. Jen came to our first <laughs> meeting y'all and she was talking about, she had like all these different pictures of what her logo was going to be. And I remember, I remember telling somebody, I was like, she's real sweet. She just needs to launch that thing. And then the <laughs> next month you came and it was, you know, you still hadn't launched. And finally, I think you got your feet to, were put to the fire and it was it was, but you are also incredibly skillful at project management. 
And you had all your ducks in a row. A lot of us launched our podcast with a wing and a prayer. Mm-hmm. You knew what you were doing. Somewhere, there's got to be a balance in the middle there somewhere. <laughs> Between those two. Yes. Right. Oh, well, for the mompreneur who is listening and has thought about speaking, you know, but then kind of shoes that idea away, how mm-hmm. can she really decide? How can she tell if it's just this idea or if it's really, you know, a prompting and a calling? Mm-hmm. You know, what would you tell her? First of all, obviously, you're going to pray about it. And that's going to be the first thing I tell you. But here's... Here's what's the telling piece. If it keeps coming up as a burning desire, like it keeps coming up in your spirit, the Lord's doing that for a reason. Explore that. Explore what it means to be a speaker. Now, and and I caution you that speaking is not all about the platform. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of work to do before you ever get to the platform. So, Are you servant hearted? Because I will tell you, speaking is one of the most servant hearted things you will ever do. Standing on that platform and sharing a message that God has given you to share over these women, that's beautiful. But when you step off that platform, there are going to be people that if you do your job well, they're going to say you were speaking right to me. And all they want is for you to listen. And I listen a lot after I've been on a stage. I listen to people's stories. I I listen to them tell me how much that story impacted them and why. And there's a lot of a lot of listening, a lot of loving on your event planners. It's a it's a beautiful thing, but it is also one that if you feel called to it. You will know if it is a burning desire to serve others. And if the Lord's just given you messages to share and you don't know which way to turn with them, then just keep doing the work. And Jen, you can share a piece of your message in a Facebook Live. Mm -hmm. Don't think you have to wait until you're on the big stage. I encourage people, if God's given you something and you want to kind of test the market, Put it, do a Facebook live and share a little 10 minute message. Um, See how, see how you feel when you do that. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people are like, well, I'm scared to do it on video. Well, then you, you want to rethink that stage thing then. Right. Right. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Though I will say sometimes it is a different thing to talk to yourself than it it is is to talk to people. So, So you know. Yeah. It's a balance. Yeah. It's a balance. What I do recommend because I make my speakers practice, practice, practice. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want to share a message, first of all, I would love to have you in my uh, take the stage speaker group, tons of resources in there about all of these things. But if you want to take your message to the stage, it practice, practice. And you're right. Virtual is hard because number one, I don't know about y'all, but I am so tired of seeing myself on video. <laughs> I've never, I don't know that I've looked at myself as much as I have looked at myself over the past two years. Right. I would much rather be in person and mm-hmm. in a live audience, but as a communicator, you're going to get to a place possibly where you don't see the faces anymore mm-hmm. because the lights are so bright. You are literally talking to what could be an empty room. Mm-hmm. So consider it practice for when you get to the arena size, Mm. consider it practice, because if you are standing on a stage 
and there are a few thousand people, typically the lights are so bright, you can barely see people. Mm. You can only see the first couple of rows. So think about it like that. It's practice for when I get to the stage that is so large that I can't see their faces anymore. Mm-hmm. I did a, um, a mops talk recently via Zoom. Mm-hmm. And we had them mute their side because they had some little ones in the room and that way the sound. And let me tell you, the hardest part was not that I couldn't see their faces. It was that I couldn't hear their reactions. Yes. And so, yeah, there is something different when you can have that two-way street. So. It's so, and I'm just going to be honest you, it's so much easier. Yeah. I would much rather be in a room than on Zoom, but we've learned and perfected it and mm-hmm. Again, it's always about talking to one person. Mm-hmm. When you're on Zoom, it's easier because you can literally talk to one person. Right. Just put a picture of someone that you want to talk next to. Next to your camera. Yeah. Next to your camera and then talk to them. Yes. Yes. Oh, well, Mary, this has been a great conversation. And I know you. I know you've encouraged um, people through it. As we wrap up, there is one question that I, I'm a gadget girl. So I love to ask this question to all my guests, which is, uh, what is your favorite time-saving gadget system or tool? Well, my, I have two. Can I okay. have two? Okay. Yes, you can have so two. I, I, I personally, I love gadgets. I have all kinds of gadgets. One of my favorites, and this is going to, this is very old school, is a timer. Mm. I set a timer for things I don't like doing. I can do them for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. It gets me through getting things tasks done on my task list. So I love a timer. And then I love Google Drive. I mm. think it is a brilliant place to organize everything if I had organizational skills. <laughs> but but we're getting there. And then yes. I have a, I actually have a third one. I love Asana too. It's a new one for me. Okay. And I'm trying to learn it, but... Mm-hmm. It feels, I like checking things off and then a unicorn flies across the page. So, <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love it when a unicorn flies That's across That's like the, the page? modern day gold star, you know? It is. It's like <laughs> I click a box and a unicorn flies across. I was like, this is the best ever. So all I want to do is complete tasks. So I get a unicorn. So um, do you add fake tasks just so you can check them off? I had not thought of that, but I think I will today. <laughs> Some will days you just need the unicorn. <laughs> I think I'm going to start putting drink coffee, talk to Jesus, you know, yep. brush my teeth, um, <laughs> check, 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 get three unicorns. That's awesome. Yes. Oh. Well, Mary, how can people connect with you and how can they find your um, speaker group? All right. So to find my speaker group, you're going to go to take the stage speakers, just a simple Facebook search. Click join. I would love to have you over there. It is a fun bunch. It is um, a great group. Yes, I love it. And you can find me online. Um, my website is Mary R, the letter R, Snyder.com. Um, and you'll find my podcast there. Um, there's some free resources there. There's more about Activate there, which doesn't open again for a little while. But if you're interested, there's a waiting list. Yes, get on and that list. Get on the list. So, yep. So that's how you can find me. Well, Mary, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for letting me be here. I've loved it. Just like Mary said, it is a privilege to share with you week after week. You can find all the links to Mary, including her Facebook group at thismomknows.com slash podcast. While you're there, would you take a moment and make sure that you're on the email list so you don't miss a thing. 